Gospel of Repentance Ministries. God bless you. Uh, welcome to a brand new episode. This is Brother Dell. Remember the theme, Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. Man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Once again, bless you for tuning in and want to talk about a most important subject today, folks. We want to talk about the subject briefly of, are you ready to die? Are you ready to die? Uh, Most people are not ready to die, even though they may think they are ready to die. And I think that speaking about this subject is apropos in light of what just happened yesterday here uh, in Southern California with the uh, memorial of the rapper uh, Nipsey Hussle. Uh, As obviously the world knows by now, and especially in the United States and and those of us here in Southern California, that he was uh, shot down by a an associate or an ex-associate of his, some 29-year-old young man over supposedly nonsense, I guess jealousy. Uh, Nipsey Hussle was, of course, a, a rapper, and he was... Um, what we would call a millennial. He was only 33 years old at the time of his uh, assassination, which is absolutely horrible and terrible. I admittedly was not a uh, fan or a follower of his music. I had only heard his name maybe one other time, and it was, of course, an intriguing name because it was a playoff of the comedian and actor Nipsey Russell, who, of course, played the Tin Man and the uh, movie The Wiz way back in the late 1970s for those of you who were uh, fans of that movie starring Michael Jackson, Diana Ross, uh, Nipsey Russell and I, I can't even remember the name of the gentleman who played the uh, the lion. However, his name is uh, his his uh, stage name is a playoff of uh, the actor Nipsey Russell. At any rate, uh, he from from the little bit that I do know about him now, he was, of course, a uh, a rolling '60s crip. Uh, for those of you who are not LA natives or know anything about the uh, LA uh, gang uh, culture, it wouldn't make any sense to you. But he was a he was a crip. He was a uh, a gang member, but he also was a successful uh, businessman. He owned a a strip mall right on Slauson and Crenshaw, a clothing store. He had just uh, recently uh, collaborated with uh, the Puma uh, Shoe Company, I think with Rock Nation, and he was very successful as an entrepreneur. He was helping ex-felons get jobs because most people would not want to hire a convict, and he was needlessly gunned down right in front of his store on March the 31st of uh, obviously this year. And his uh, memorial service, I think, privately for the family in particular was on Wednesday. And then the, I think the celebration of his life was at the uh, Staples Center in downtown L.A. And I don't know the spiritual condition of uh, Nipsey Hussle, like I said, I didn't follow him. I know that he was a uh, 
a rapper on the hardcore tip and he was a young man a businessman died needlessly and I don't know where his eternal soul has ended up some will say those that love him and and respected him you know in 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 the game would automatically say he went to heaven because in their minds I he was a good man and obviously he did some some good things on a human level I mean he uh, had a couple of children he was in a committed relationship and and all of that but I'm I'm saying all this to simply say that in a moment in time your life can be snuffed out by some person who does not have any regard for human life that will needlessly murder someone over something absolutely uh, nonsensical and it's and it's the devil at work it's Satan behind the uh, individual that's doing the killing I mean the person made up their own mind and premeditated to kill uh, Nipsey Hussle but it was motivated by the devil because the Bible does regard Satan as a murderer matter of fact Jesus and John's gospel the 8th chapter the 44th verse he says talking to the religious leaders he says you are of your father the devil and the lust or the desires of your father you love to do uh, he does not abide in the truth because there is no truth in him when he speaks a lie he speaks of his own nature for he is a liar and the father of lies and also makes reference to him being a murderer that being the devil in John chapter 10 verse 10 the Bible tells us that the thief making reference to Satan comes only to kill steal and to destroy but Jesus contrasted that and said but I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly or to the full so the question is I'm the question that I'm asking is are you ready to die and what I want to do in a few minutes few minutes that I have left in this uh, uh, segment is to read to you from scripture a couple of people that were indeed ready to die and the first one that I want to make reference to you was the Apostle Paul now for those of you who are familiar with your biblical history and the, and the characters in the Bible Paul prior to coming to the Lord Jesus Christ was a persecutor of the church he was an early persecutor of the church as a matter of fact in the book of Acts when the first martyr is uh, is uh, speaking the first Christian martyr was a man by the name of Stephen he was a deacon and he was a, a righteous man and when uh, he was condemned to death Paul who at the time was going by was going by the Hebrew name Saul was holding the coats of the men who were stoning Stephen to death and then he became a um, a terror to the church I mean he would receive letters from the religious establishment the Sadducee the the Sadducees and the Pharisees to to drag off Christians to prison and to death and so he was a persecutor of the church before he became a an evangelist and a um, a teacher to the Gentiles to the non-Jews the non-Hebrews the heathen the pagan as we would call them so when Paul was uh, nearing the end of his life or when he knew that he was going to die very soon he 
was ready, even though people were saddened by the fact that he was um, going to die. But this is what he said in regards to his own life. I'm going to read in the book of Acts, and I'm going to go to chapter 21 real quick. So bear with me as I travel there. Acts chapter 21. This is what Paul says. Acts chapter 21, and the verse actually is 13. And this is what he says here. He says to his friends, Then Paul answered, What are you doing weeping and breaking my heart? For I am ready not only to be bound, but even to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. So, this was when he was going to travel back to Jerusalem after his third missionary journey. And he knew that once he returned to Jerusalem, he either was going to be killed or at the very least arrested and or physically abused. And But he was not afraid because he was on a rescue mission. And his job and his ministry was to reach as many as he could with the gospel of Jesus Christ so that those whom he preached the gospel to could repent receive forgiveness of sins and be saved so when they die they go to be with the Lord Jesus their savior all right so that was a person that's one individual that in the bible that was indeed ready to die okay so if so when he did die and according to history he died by being beheaded under the um, reign of Caesar Nero back in the first century in the 60s around probably anywhere from 67 probably to 68 AD because 68 AD is when Caesar Nero committed suicide and that and that's and that's according just to natural uh, history so Paul was ready to be offered up as a matter of fact this is what he says in 2nd Timothy that was this 2nd Timothy is the last book that Paul was able to write before his death so we're going to go to 2nd Timothy and we're going to go to the fourth chapter which is the uh, last chapter in that book and this is what Paul writes to his uh, young protege in the faith he says this for I'm ready being poured out as a drink offering and the time of my departure has come I have fought the good fight I have finished the course I have kept the faith verse 8 in the future there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness which the Lord the righteous judge will award to me on that day and not only to me but also to all who have loved his appearing okay so once again that is proof positive that Paul knew that his death was imminent that it was um pending and he knew where he was going he knew that he was going to go to his Lord whom he served faithfully and whom he loved okay and then I want to go to another letter I want to go to the book of second Peter and that's of course was written by the Apostle Peter remember Peter was the one who claimed that he would never betray the Lord but yet he betrayed him three times he denied him three times and he betrayed the Lord he had a temporary lapse in his commitment to his Lord but God was able to restore him 
And so once Peter was restored, he became a faithful servant of the Lord Jesus Christ until his death. And this is what he said, Second Peter chapter 1, verse 14, he says, Knowing that the laying aside of my earthly dwelling is imminent, as also our Lord Jesus Christ has made clear to me. So when he says, knowing that the laying aside of my earthly dwelling is imminent, he's making reference to his body. It's not, he's not making reference to uh, a physical structure like a house or something like that. He's actually he's using symbolic language in reference to his own body. That soon, that in other words, he knew that soon he was going to die. And according to history, uh, Peter died and was buried in Rome. All right. So that's Second Peter chapter one, verse fourteen, and and I wanted to. Uh, Go to another passage of scripture to maybe hopefully give some of you listeners, all you listeners rather, some type of encouragement and hope regarding death, okay? And that there is life beyond the here and now that we live in right now. That there is life in what we call the hereafter or in the what's often called the afterlife. And just as a revelation or an insight for those of you who may not know, Every soul that God has created or that will, that he will ever create will live eternally, either with him in glory or separated from him in eternal torment. Those are the only two choices in life. There's no middle of the ground. There's no purgatory. There's no negative zone or anything like that. There's no middle passage or middle way. It's either heaven or hell. It's either with the Lord or or without him all right so if we go over to let's say luke's gospel chapter 9 this is the uh, account this is the account that is referred to in the bible as the transfiguration this is when jesus christ reveals his resurrection glory before peter james and john so we're going to go to Luke's Gospel, chapter 9. I'm going to look at start with verse 28, and this is how it reads. It says, Some eight days after these sayings, he took long Peter and John and James and went up on the mountain to pray. And while he was praying, the appearance of his face became different, and his clothing became white and gleaming. And behold, two men were talking with him, and they were Moses and Elijah, who appearing in glory were speaking of his departure, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Now Peter and his companions had been overcome with sleep, but when they were fully awake, they saw his glory and the two men standing with him. And as these were leaving him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three tabernacles, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah, not realizing what he was saying. And I'll stop right there. So the reason why I, I read that those verses of Scripture is because at the time... Obviously that this was written, Moses and Elijah were already dead, but they appear with Jesus on this uh, mountain that he's praying on. And three of, of his disciples, Peter, James, and John, they see this. This is not, it's, they're not daydreaming. They're not, they're not having a dream. This is a real, real account that, that they saw. And so what I'm saying here is that Moses and Elijah physically are dead, 
but they are actually still alive because they were righteous men and when they died their spirits went to heaven because they represented the law and the prophets Moses representing the law and Elijah representing the prophets but when you read on further it says a cloud covers them and they and then uh, the disciples hear a voice come out of heaven which is the father says um, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased listen to him so out of the three men that they see Jesus is the most important and that's why the father says listen to him or behold him or pay attention to him alright so there is life beyond the grave so once again uh, ladies and gentlemen are you ready to die can you say like Paul said I have um, fought a good fight I have um, run my course or I finished my course and I've kept the faith can can you say that because if you can't say that then that means you're not ready to die and you're not ready to be received into the kingdom of God so if you are a person that's living kind of footloose and fancy free and you're just doing your own thing and you figure you're going to be here for a long long time because you're young and nothing tragic has happened to you yet in terms of bad times or or trials or tribulations or just having uh, things go bad in your life that day is coming that day is coming so let this be a warning to you I mean the young man uh, Nipsey Hussle was in the uh, very very much prime of his life very young on the rise as far as his material life was concerned and as far as his professional life is concerned he was doing good for those in the community the area where his uh, store is currently located in uh, Los Angeles on streets called uh, Slauson and Crenshaw they're going to rename it I guess in his honor as a memorial to him as a tribute to him and but if your life is not right with the Lord Jesus Christ if you've not if you've not received the forgiveness of your sins because uh, because of uh, repentance and receive salvation and not recognizing your sinfulness thinking that you're okay that the way that you are then you you're utterly deceived and you're fooled you need to get your soul right uh, ladies and gentlemen that means that you have to repent of your sins and you have to do it today because hey tomorrow might never may never come for you it may be over today your life could end tonight can you say if you were to die tonight if your life was to end that you would be okay with the Lord this is what John said John the Baptist in John chapter 3 verse 36 he said he that has the son has life he who does not have the son does not have life but the wrath of God abides on him in other words if you do not have the son if you don't have the Lord Jesus Christ dwelling on the inside of you by the by the Holy Spirit then God is angry with you he's furious with you I mean if he's going to unleash his wrath upon you that means he's not he's not happy with you he's angry with you he's grieved by you because you're living a life of rebellion you're living a life that is anti-God or anti-Christ and God has to regard you as his enemy now I understand and I get that everybody says that God is love I get that I understand but most people that say God is love don't understand God's love they say God is love from a human sinful standpoint they're looking at God's love through a human 
prism through a human lens and and that lens is is broken it's crooked it it doesn't have the right focus because it's not based on biblical truth ladies and gentlemen so for those who say god is love and so so that they can escape the wrath of god they believe they do whatever they want to do and go back to that uh to that that oasis or to those those words saying well god is love and god knows my heart so i'm good not really matter of fact you're not good if you have not repented you're in the worst state that you can be in repent today my friend give your life over to jesus christ repent of your sins recognize that you're a sinner recognize you don't you don't deserve god's mercy and grace you deserve his wrath you deserve his punishment you deserve damnation because you're not right with him you're wrong with him and that's the best news that i could give you that's the best news that i could ever give you is that if you're not right with god then you're wrong with him and he has every right right now this instant here on april the 12th 2019 it is 4:26 p.m. as I'm speaking this he has the right to strike you down dead right now now you're going to say well that's not that's not God's love actually it is because God is warning you right now he's speaking through me to warn you to get it right and you can do that today by repenting of your sins this is brother Dell of Gospel Repentance Ministries I hope you take this message to heart I know it's one of the most earnest and most powerful messages and the most heartfelt messages I've given but you need to take heart to it now and get your life right before it's too late talk to you soon